What is up today's day community? I hope y'all are having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colton Trout. I'm the founder and CEO of the Today's Today movement here to help you crush your goal more consistently by crushing them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure to go smash that subscribe button, go leave a five-star review wherever you're li- listening to this podcast or hop on over to Apple iTunes and leave a five-star review there. Really helps us out. There are no ads on this podcast. Uh, we are fully supported by you and you going and leaving a five-star review actually helps boost this podcast so more people can take advantage and go crush their goals more consistently and just create some liberation within, within their life. So today though, I have got Samantha Roberts with me. Samantha, why don't you come on and say hi and tell us a little bit about your, who you are because y'all... You better take notes or you better be listening or you better be sitting in a space where you can receive some knowledge. You can receive some greatness. You can receive some energy um, and get ready for some transformation because Samantha, I mean, your story is unbelievably life-changing uh, and I'm very excited for everybody to hear it. But Samantha, why don't you introduce yourself? Colton, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, that was a beautiful introduction and I feel honored that someone with your tenacity and your life's journey sees that, that greatness in me as well. Like it, you know, it's, it's been really powerful when we get into these courageous conversations then we're able to kind of have these synergistic moments where we go, Hey, I'm not alone. These hardships and challenges that we've come through are our own, but they're not exclusively ours, right? They don't happen just to us. They happen for us and they don't just happen for us so that we can sit in it. They happen for us so that we can serve into others, that we can maybe be that light for somebody else and that shining, you know, just observance or awareness that more is to come. So for me, you know, I really came through depression, chronic pain. I was an ultra overachiever when I was a kid. There was nothing that I I put my mind to it. I couldn't achieve. I was a numbers nerd from the very early on. If you wanted to punish me, you took away my flashcards, not my Barbie dolls. If you wanted to find me in school, I was never in the classroom. I was volunteering or I was working in the student store. I was working in the kitchen or the library or tutoring someone else. I was this tenacious young woman. And then all of a sudden at 21, 22, I found myself back-to-back car accidents and flipping an ATV, a four-wheeler, a quad, however you want to use it, uh, down a rock quarry. And I I smashed my body and I found myself with post-concussion syndrome. I found myself with debilitating pain. I found myself not really knowing how to be myself anymore. And it was shocking because again, I had that tenacity, that engagement as a young woman to just really know who I was. I'd overcome, you know, a little bit of trauma in my childhood. I went a little bit in foster care, broken home, things like that, pulled my home back together in some ways, got to live with my dad again. but there was just these challenges. There were things that had built resiliency in me from my early, early age that created that strong woman, that created that knowingness that I had something to serve and give into others. And then all of a sudden just being helpless. And I don't like using helpless because there has to, there's a lesson in it ultimately, but I felt as though there was something missing, right? that I wasn't really in touch or in tune to everything that I could do anymore. And I fell in on myself, right? I still had that forward thinking vision of I can, you know, and I had that big vision of I'm going to leave my small town. I'm going to go to New York city. I'm going to hit Forbes top 40 under 40. I have all these visions, right? But not having any action toward it. 
you know, feeling like I was crumbling. So that's kind of a little bit of the background and there's a lot there to unpack. And there's a lot of, you know, incredible moments in that history that create connection as I've started to make my connections globally. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to unpack there. And man, it is the way that you just kind of, you can always tell when somebody has gone through something very traumatic, Mm -hmm. but is either out of it or on the way out of it. And they've Mm -hmm. created this level of respect for it. Not in the sense of like, okay, what happened is okay. Or is, oh yeah, that's totally fine. Like, no, like trauma is trauma and it is traumatic, Mm -hmm. but having the respect for it. uh, Mm -hmm. And you can always tell when, people have the respect for their traumas and the way that they have conversations and the way that they talk about it. Like you said, um, with hopeless, right? You felt hopeless. And not that you were completely hopeless, but that you felt hopeless, but it ultimately there was a lesson in it. Um, so I love that. So let's talk, touch on that a little bit. What's one of those lessons that you feel you kind of learned um, from those experiences? And, and then for the people that are listening to this as well, um, this isn't just like a one or two year journey. Um, Samantha, you, you said you were what, 33? I'm 33 now. Yeah. So it was yeah. Like 12 years. Yeah. So yeah. 12 year, uh, experience. And, and so, man, I'm so glad to have you on this podcast. Like, I mean, like I'm just sitting over here and if I could be jumping for joy right now, like my entire body would just be like, oh yeah, we got Samantha on the podcast. <laughs> um, so, but let's talk a little bit about some of those lessons. Um, and then I also want to kind of move to is like that defining moment of when you're like, you know what, something's got to change. I'm going to change. I'm going to grow and take my life back. Yeah. So, so a lot of the lessons for me was that, um, you know, that tenacity within myself to do everything myself needed to be reformed. Um, I think the biggest lesson I've really discovered along the way is it's about the who, not the how or the what. And when really looking for your contribution and how you'll serve into others, um, sometimes the question is revered by the who right, by integrating yourself with others who, who have been through what you've been through, who have overcome something similar to yours, or who see you for yourself, right? Because sometimes when you're in depression or you're in chronic pain or you're in this darkness, you don't see yourself anymore. You don't remember that you were a tenacious young woman. I know for that decade, I didn't remember these empower, empowering stories that I just shared. I didn't remember that I never spent time in the classroom because I was out helping and tutoring others. I didn't remember these things. I for, you forget when you're in that darkness, you forget that there's strength in you. You forget that you're only uh, enduring or experiencing the things that you are, are capable of handling, right? We, we don't receive more than we can handle. And it's interesting when you find that level of respect for the journey that you're on because then you realize in that darkness when you were close to ending your own life or being completely okay with it not existing anymore, you understand that, no, I've been gifted this level of challenge that I can later speak up and help others get through it because we're gifted with that challenge that's enough for us. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I, know that's, I know that's a strange um, outlook perhaps on it, but I just, I, I see the power in it and I see the, the strength in knowing that 
I am still here. You know, I am still here. I made it through that darkness. I made it through that darkness so that I could have a voice. And I made it through that darkness as technology has become so common in our lives that we can now speak around the world globally, instantaneously reach into others and share our stories and have immediate feedback that we impacted someone's life today. I have been in so many different online forums where someone is reaching out for help and they're saying, I need you today. And immediately we go into action. There was, I was on a forum recently and someone was saying, I am going through major surgery tomorrow. I'm down in Houston, Texas. I am alone. I have no family. And the room immediately said, I know somebody in Houston. I'm going to send them over to you. We're going to sit with you. We're going to send you food. We're going to be there, Mm. you know, and like the power of that to be able to now know that we're instantaneously interconnected internationally, globally, whatever it is, we can help people because we're called and we enter other people's lives exactly when we're intended to. These small interactions can impact the rest of their life or it can be powerful for moments that it's a catalyst later or an anchor point to know today versus tomorrow, right? And as as I've really started to unpack who I am, I'm really honoring the fact existed that were minute or minuscule to someone else, but they were catalyst for me. And I take more responsibility for that now because as I start to really put the stories together of why I exist, I really started to step into that who I wouldn't be here if people didn't see something in me when I couldn't see it for myself. I wouldn't be here if people hadn't said, hey, Sam, uh, did you drink your water today? Did you get up? Did you move around, right? Did you, did you write your goals? Did you start to you know, hold yourself to account in some way? And it's these micro movements from the community that showed me that it takes an army sometimes when you're in darkness to get up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love that. Um, first and foremost, if you ever need somebody in Houston to go do that, I'm actually in Houston. Um, so when you said Houston, I was like, wait, <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> um, but I love that. that is, it's the power of community. And I think um, as entrepreneurs, we are taught that nobody will show up and support for us. Nobody will be there to help us. It is only up to us on whether we're successful or we're not successful. And although there, yes, is a point to that. Yes, there is truth in that. I think it's one of those half truths. Um, And this is one thing that I love, like I get when I'm talking about like passion creation, I need to do something like lights up my fire, put me on a half truth and I'll be speaking for 10 hours, put me on a stage in front of 10 million people and everybody's going to be writing notes all day long. Um, but when it comes to the half truth of we have to do it alone, it's just not true. It's not true. And I think it's, I think it's an old half truth of yeah. a couple decades ago. Yeah. I feel like the awakening of 2020 has really shifted what people think and know of mm-hmm. individual entrepreneurship, yeah. right? Solopreneur is a thing of the past mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like there's, there's still power in it, of course. And yeah. You can still be the sole head of your company. Yeah. You now know that you can leverage community contacts, mm-hmm. contracts, right? In yeah. so many different ways to ensure that if you're not in your zone of genius, hire it out. There's no shame in that. I'm did. not good at X, Y, Z. 
I know I can hire someone mm-hmm. to do it. Clean organizing. (laughs) No, that's literally one thing that I did with my wine shop was I hired it out very quickly. And in 2021, that was almost one of my, I would say one of my New Year's resolutions um, because I start those back in December. But it was to have all of my businesses fully staffed other than my coaching business, um, other than like me and my assistant for my coaching business because it's all online. Um, and to hire out for the things that I was not good at. Cause I was trying to like mm-hmm. man through it all in 2020. Uh, and then it just led to a whole bunch of burnout and I was like, nope. Okay. Learn that, learn that lesson. Uh, we're, we're hiring this stuff out. And I hired an employee, uh, for the wine shop. I hired several. Um, but one of them in particular, I asked her, I was like, how do you feel about organizing and cleaning? I mean, like her face just lit up. She was like, I get to clean and organize. Oh my God. <laughs> I am in heaven. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you're going to be a bartender. Uh, and then I was like, how creative are you? And then I found out, I mean, she is a beautiful artist. Like she loves being creative. So now she's like redoing all of our chalkboard signs and loving it. She's organizing the office again, uh, organizing different product placement and different things like that within our boutique. I'm like, and she's just, it, I do not have to ever worry about coming to the shop when she's working and her not actually be working because she's in her zone of brilliance uh, of genius Uh, and it's definitely important to to hire that out but that community it's it's a powerful thing when you start tapping into it Um, I think as entrepreneurs it's still really easy for us to know that we have a community or that we can tap into that level of like the contracts right and the uh, the connections that we have but to actually consistently remind ourselves that they are there for our support that we do not have to be alone. It's like when people are like raising a baby, right? They say it takes a village to raise a baby. Heck yes, it does, right? It is not an easy task. But we always like relate our businesses back to, oh, that's my baby. Mm. Doesn't it take a, a village to raise a baby? Why do we think that we have to go raise this business all by ourselves? Like I'm 23 and I did not reach my success simply because I did it all myself. I mean, I took all the actions that I needed to implement the the knowledge that I was learning and yeah. to implement the um, the processes and systems and the relationships that I was building. But I leveraged so many freaking people to get where I am at. Not in like a manipulative, uh, let's see if I can talk today, <laughs> manipulative type of way, but in a way that allowed both of us to thrive and to grow. Um, and that's what community is, it's about, it's, we're in this together. We're on this journey together. We're on this planet together. Um, why not show up and support for each other? Yeah, that's really powerful because, you know, when you start to feel like you're on an island by yourself, that's when you need to take that time for self-reflection. If you think that everything is hard in the world is against you, that's a reflection of maybe a limiting belief that you're holding that probably isn't held by everyone or maybe is stepping in to give you an awakening or awareness or a jolt so that you can kind of come into this next space of awareness because some of the greatest leaders that I've witnessed in recent years, they know when they're about to hit burnout. And I think burnout is a really incredible topic to just sit in for a minute because it's eye-opening how hard we can push ourselves. We are resilient people. 
yeah. right? We can tackle and multitask and there's studies that multitasking isn't a real thing, but there's ways that we adapt and create our synergies so that we are doing many, many things at once. But what is it that it's actually feeding, mm. right? Are we spinning on a hamster wheel or are we actually, you know, the conductor of a giant symphony? Yeah. right? There's different ways that you can multitask. And if it's a spinning, if it's a hamster wheel and you're just doing what you did yesterday because it worked yesterday, you're going to end up burning out for the sake of burning out. Mm -hmm. If you are leveraging the awareness that you're doing something that you used to do, but there might be new influences today, then you're on to something, right? Then you're creating a new path forward where you're seeing potential and opportunity because somebody else is doing something different mm -hmm. and having kind of that openness to say, I might not get this right, but let me go ahead and try. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, that's like another one of the incredible gifts of the 2020 reawakening is everybody failed forward. Yeah. Right. My large global corporation failed forward. Right. There were so many things that had never even been thought of before. Yeah. There were moments in the business where we could have never anticipated the gap, the loss, the challenge. And I think every entrepreneur should take solace, awareness, um, confidence in the fact that everything's new right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are norms. Yes, there are things that we can take from old business, but there's so much ingenuity, innovation, yeah. and collaboration happening today that changes the game entirely. Yeah, it definitely does. It, it's one of those things as entrepreneurs, we have to be aware so going back to the, the reflection, it's like we need to make sure that we are almost scheduling in consistent forms of reflection um, mm -hmm. to be aware of those red flags, like burnout. Burnout can happen like in the blink of an eye and holy crap, I just burned out, or it could be a slow progression, um, but it's noticing those red flags mm -hmm. and having enough reflection time to actually look back at it. Because like I actually experienced burnout at the end of 2020 because I had worked six months and I was working 14 hour days to 18 hour days. And I didn't realize that I did it for six months with no break. I mean, like I didn't even take a Sunday off, no break whatsoever. And I was like, okay, this is just what I have to do. Like this is what I'm going to do. Um, and then, yeah. And then came into December and I was like, whoa, 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 hold up. Something is very wrong. And it was total burnout. Um, and so luckily I was able to spend that reflection time and to heal properly from that one main reason why I was like, well, okay, I'm clearly spending way too much time in my business and not on my business. Mm -hmm. Huge red flag. If you're an entrepreneur and you're spending 14 hours a day working on your business or in your business, I'm gonna tell you right now, those are some red flags right there. Um, and, and burnout could be, be coming right around the corner. So so what kind of habits, I love to flip it, flip it back to you. What kind of habits did you pick up and adopt in order to really, or what do you intend to adopt mm -hmm. in the early part of 2021 to ensure yeah. that you're taking care of yourself and filling your own cup? Because you're incredibly ambitious, right? You yeah. have so oh, many yeah. different things that you're a part of yeah. and incredible history already. So what are you going to do to make sure you stay whole? So, and, and I love this because I mean, the whole part of the today's day podcast is crushing your goals more consistently by crushing them on a daily basis. So I'm all about systems and processes and schedules and different things like that. So it's something that I'm doing with um, the mastermind that I'm a part of right now. And we're doing like six week um, sales cycles. 
So like for four weeks, it's like intense sales, 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 sales. And then for two weeks, it's like, nope, okay, now we're going to spend time in reflection. Um, looking back at our business doesn't mean that we're not taking action within our business or working within our business or working on it. Um, but it's a little less intense, uh, and a little bit more reflection oriented. So we're kind of implementing that a little bit into, uh, my coaching business. My coaching business is actually really shifting from a lot of one-on-one to community. Uh, it's also re-niched down into the real estate world. So, um, I, yeah, I'll pack that community out probably over the next six months. Um, definitely by the end of the year to about 5,000 clients, um, just had one of my first sales calls and it was the easiest sale call that I had ever had in my entire life. Um, so kind of some of those shifts, right? Um, your numbers will speak to you if you're paying attention to them and tell you whether you should be doing something or you shouldn't be doing something. Uh, at the end of 2020, my numbers were screaming at me saying, wake up, um, you're experiencing burnout and you're not doing what you need to be doing. And so in January, when we shifted, the numbers just started aligning and matching up. Um, so I'm definitely going to go back to traveling again in 2020. I didn't travel nearly at all other than a little bit at the beginning of the year. Uh, so here in 2021, I'm getting back to traveling, which I'm very, very excited about. But I'm putting in the processes within my business that I'm allowed to travel, right? Like that's worked into the business. It was semi worked into the business last time. Now it's in my business. <laughs> that is just, that is just a part of the structure that I've created for it. It's, so it's way, powerful because that's the new age of entrepreneurship yeah. as well. Like you're really building a, a lifestyle mm-hmm. for yourself and well, building a business that, that works with that. Yeah. And a community that, that fosters that energy yeah. and collaborations that strengthen that those opportunities. So I love, I love that interconnectedness in the way that you're, you're thinking about your holistic self, right? Gone are the days where we slave for our business. Mm -hmm. Gone are the days where we pour everything out and say, it'll come back to me in the future. No, no, no. Time is once Mm -hmm. time is not guaranteed. And time is, is fleeting, right? You don't get to relive these powerful moments or these interactions or these chance chance encounters that lead to our connection here today, right? Like this ability to know that I was present online in a day that you were and our paths crossed. Why did they cross? It's because we both have these powerful messages, these live journeys, these, you know, these needs and desires to help others, right? You've been called and it happened because we were tenacious enough, daring enough to go be present and be vulnerable and say, Hey, I got missteps along the way. Do you connect with me? Yeah. And that's all it took. That's all it took. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's like, Hey, I failed. Can I share my failures with you? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, it's one of those things. So like with the, the community, we're always saying today's the day and then filling in the blank, right? Today's the day, dot, dot, dot. And it's not in the sense that we don't want to plan for the future or we don't think that we're going to have a future or anything like that. Cause some people have been like, well, if you always plan for today, or you're always just like going today and today's the day, and it makes every day not special. And it's, and it's so not right. Um, we get to fill in the blank and we get to create whatever we want today. We don't have to wait for tomorrow. Because if we think about it, tomorrow technically never comes. Like like on a logistical, tomorrow never technically comes. Yesterday is always gone. Like we never wake up and be like, oh my gosh, it's tomorrow. No, it's today. We're never waking up in tomorrow. So what are we doing today to achieve our success, to live our, the lifestyle that we want, to create the impact that we want, 
Um, and I think that's still one of those shifts that I will always be making is stepping into that a little bit more, uh, is stepping more into that brilliance, stepping more into that opportunity, stepping more into that reality of today's today, and then filling in the blank for whatever it may be. Um, which is funny because um, when we connected that day on Clubhouse, I was literally thinking, I was like, okay, my podcast is doing pretty good. I've had it for about a year and a half where I've actually been designated to it. Uh, this is episode number 84, 85. Um, so we're almost at 100 podcast episodes. Um, we keep, are getting more and more re- five-star reviews right now, which are phenomenal. And if you haven't already, make sure to go leave that five-star review. Um, and so I was like, okay, but I want to bring on some more brilliant entrepreneurs into this podcast um, to share their light and to share their message with people. And I literally like hopped on to the clubhouse and it was like, Hey, find guests or become a guest on a podcast. And I was like, okay, yep. This is clearly where I need to be today's the day to go bring on some, some amazing guests. Um, and I'm very, very excited for the, the other guests too, that we're bringing on. Um, but very, very excited to obviously meet you, Sam. Um, and this brilliance that you're bringing to everybody with that being said, though, there's a kind of a common theme for everything that we've been talking about, and it's been shifting space. Shifting space from a sense of, I'm not in community, now I am in community. I'm not aware of my community, now I'm aware of my community and I'm taking action within it. Um, But there's also some other areas that you've been shifting space in, um, and that really people from 2020 going into 2021 uh, and entrepreneurs all kind of have to start making these shifts and you created some of them with like the books that you're reading. Um, and then, you know, the circle of influence, once again, going back to that community. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, what were some areas that you saw that you really shifted your space in um, that really allowed you to flourish and let your light shine? I think the, the biggest shift for me was um, removing all on um, like all restricted downtime right? If I'm doing something that is clearly just outflow as my downtime and in your, in your downtime, you're intended to refresh, but if in your refresh timing, you are just doing something that's just draining you, right? Watching Netflix all day is an outflow that drains you. So I started having my downtime be something that filled me, right? I was spending my downtime reading books, listening to audiobooks, working with personal development coaches, having my story heard by professionals who understood how to interpret it, right? Not just sharing my story to share my story, but sharing it with coaches who understand what it is to be somebody in transition, right? In corporate America, my expertise was change management of corporate initiatives, but being a human being with a, with a point of view and a perspective and a story of my own, was something I completely negated, mm-hmm. right? I didn't have ownership of who I was. And so when you asked about what kind of thing habits I've implemented, it was starting to own who I was as a person, starting to really connect with, let me journal the challenges I've faced in life. Let me give power to the fact that I've come through so many things. Let me anchor in the fact that I've grown in these different ways. Yes, mm-hmm. I've come through physical ailment. Yes, I've come through some genetic disorders that cause me frailty in my body. Yes, I have post-concussion syndrome. Yes, 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 right? These lists could be 
diminutive. They could be shrinking of who I see myself as, mm-hmm. or I have experienced these things and I still executed in this way, mm-hmm. right? I still achieved greatness in my own vision of greatness without having to kind of diminish who I was because of those things, right? And I think for me, that powerful shift of understanding that I'm strong because Mm -hmm. and for those things, not hindered or limited by those things. And that shift is really powerful and it takes a lot of time. It took a lot of books to overcome that. It took a lot of coaching to overcome that. It took a lot of community to overcome that. Mm -hmm. You know, the advent of these virtual group coaching sessions is a game changer. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know if I will ever fall in love with one-on-one coaching because the group dynamic is so powerful, right? You're able to see other people raise their hand and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? And sometimes it's not the expert in the room that has the answer. It's your peer that has the answer. It's somebody who is currently going through something similar or just one month or one step ahead of you went through the same thing, right? So that peer-to-peer grouping and collaboration helped me see, you know, that I, I could impact others in a different way, that I didn't just need to be, you know, that corporate drone who was successful in that own right, but came home and crumbled. I could be somebody of impact and influence and I could share my story and help it help it uplift somebody else right my story is is no longer selfishly my own it's selflessly for for others to come through you know absolutely love that oh my goodness and say that one more time your story is not selfishly your own right but selfless to serving the others selfless to serving others i freaking love that oh my gosh as you're talking about like strength and everything too and i know that so for anybody that's like listening to the podcast obviously you're not going to be able to see this but uh samantha and i are on a zoom right now looking at each other and like i just want to like acknowledge something really quick Samantha. like i'm literally like standing in front of like wonder woman right now like the energy (laughs) that you have right now the confidence that you have within yourself the um the respect that you have for your story and the impact that you want to go make for people. Like I'm literally staring at like Wonder Woman right now. Like it is absolutely amazing and beautiful. And I'm so blessed to be here in this moment with you. Um, with that being said, I just want to like, I just had to make that acknowledgement really quickly. It was like, it kept pounding my mind. It's like Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder, Wonder Woman. <laughs> like this is fantastic. Um, what's one last piece of advice though that you would love to give the audience and with this piece of advice, it's, I always like to kind of pose the question, like, what's two pieces of advice, one that you just love to give, and then one, what's something that is sometimes hard to give, but deeply needed. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think, I think trust the process and relinquish control is advice I love to give, because it was through that, that I really found myself. I discovered you know, the, that through vulnerability, I truly have been called to serve. And it, if I had continued to be in complete control of my life and think that everything that I knew and held dear to myself was the right way and the only way, mm. I wouldn't be in the position I am today to start to share with others. I wouldn't be in the position today to have knowingness within myself that there's more for me, of me, and by me yeah. coming, right? And so I, I think really sit there, you know, relinquish that control and allow yourself to, you know, ride the good ride because 
your life will unfold how it's intended and you will help the people um, as you are intended. And so I think just allow that to happen. And then maybe something that's a little bit hard, really take time to journal your strengths mm. and your weaknesses. Um, I launched my career by, you know, conducting SWOT analysis for Lululemon to start their U.S. manufacturing. And it was like the advent in 2006 of them becoming, you know, this big force in American yoga apparel. And, you know, they're based in Canada. So this was a huge move for them. And it was kind of one of those things where after a few years of having manufacturing with us, they wanted to cut some pennies and do it for themselves. And this was the whole see-through yoga pant gate of 2008 or nine, right? When you try and cut corners because you aren't taking proper inventory of what got you to success, mm -hmm. then, you, then you start to have those pitfalls. You start to have those mistakes. Think about how successful Lululemon continues to be. But had, they, had they continued to not learn from that mistake, they might have disappeared. They persevered, they had resilience. They knew that they could go back to what was working and they knew that the power of their network could get them back on track, right? So it's really take time to do that inventory of yourself and it's not an easy thing to do. And you start to uncover some demons, but don't hide those demons from yourself. Dig deeper into them. And if you need help, get help, right? Whether it's a coach or a, or a professional in some other capacity, if you uncover something, don't rebury it. Dig as deep into it as you can and take notice. What comes up? What bit of strength can you pull out of the darkest day of your life? Right? And, and just take stock in that. Those, those would be my lessons that I would just really wish and, and hope for others. Like dig deep, find the core, find out what makes you tick and why. What have you forgotten along the way? Who were you as a child before the world told you who you were supposed to be? Mm -hmm. Those are some of the things that I've been working through. And again, I'm a work in progress. I am putting myself out there to fail publicly. I am not ashamed of that. I am fully saying that I will misstep. There are things that I will get wrong. There are things that I've gotten wrong along the way. I've made decisions that maybe others wouldn't replicate or would advise against, mm -hmm. but I don't see shame in it because my vulnerability is helping at least one other person on this planet. Yeah. If that's all that mistake is intended for, I'll take it. I'll take it and I'll take it publicly because if I can help one person one at a time, that's what it's yeah. about for me. I love it. Absolutely love it. Sam, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, why don't you tell everybody really quickly how they can get in contact with you. Um, for those that are listening to this, though, all of her links are going to be down in the description below. Uh, so you, may, you can make sure to click on those and get connected with her. But Sam, how, what's, the, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Yeah, the best, the best way is through the website storytellingbythenumbers.com. That is the hub for my podcast, for my movement, for everything that I'm about. It is just getting up and running, but powerful movement is starting there. So mm -hmm. storytellingbythenumbers.com. If you need me directly, Samantha at storytellingbetternumbers.com. Awesome. Awesome. All righty, Sam, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, for those that are listening, if you have not already, make sure to go smash that subscribe button. Uh, leave a five-star review if you gained some value out of today's podcast, if you enjoyed uh, hearing Sam's story, uh, and if you learned how to be a little bit more of yourself, how to reflect a little bit more, 
how to step into your brilliance, um, how to continuously fail forward and fail fast. Um, I know there were so many golden nuggets in this podcast. And if you weren't taking notes, you better go listen to it like a thousand times and then listen to it again with a notepad so you can take notes. Um, But we love each and every single one of y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in this week uh, and we will see y'all next time.